0: All right, guys, a little bit of a recap here. Um, Rough, rough, um, rough game tonight. Uh, They had a chance, had a chance the whole damn way. And they just, they just couldn't close, unfortunately. Um, You know, it, it just, it's frustrating because you know what they have right you if you hold the chiefs to that type of performance you need to win the game you need to win the game if you hold the chiefs to that type of performance you can't you can't play that well against a team that good and score 10 points you, just, you can't do that it's completely unacceptable and you know unfortunately unfortunately there's just there's nothing we can do i, I mean i just you know, if Cam plays tonight, they win. It's that simple. I, I believe if Stidham starts instead of Hoyer, they probably win. Just from what you saw from Stidham in the second half. I mean, you really, they had a chance once Hoyer came out. I mean, they were playing, they were playing good. The defense played out of their minds. And of course they gave up some big plays, which is going to happen. McCordy drops, you know, drops an interception, which is terrible on the first drive. J.C. Jackson drops an interception, which leads to a touchdown. So, you know, those plays are huge. Those plays are are game-changing plays, okay? So clearly. But overall, the defense holding them to 26 points, when, by the way, one of, you know, one of the touchdowns was a pick six that went through Julian Edelman's hands. And the other one, you know, and they also got the ball, like, basically inside the red zone. So, you know, you look at, what they were able to do tonight and they give up three touchdowns to the chiefs. And again, one's a pick six and one of them's after, you know, after a bad interception by Hoyer. Um, and so to me, that's a win. That's a huge win for the Patriots defense. And I think the the most impressive thing to me about the Patriots defense, and by the way, the refs were, were embarrassing tonight and we, and we can, you know, we'll talk about that eventually, I guess, but like, the refs were embarrassing tonight. I mean, completely embarrassing. To call Mahomes down was a joke, an absolute joke. Uh, that should have given the Patriots the ball. There were multiple penalties against the Patriots that were just like shake your head, like this is not. How can you possibly do that? And I thought the pass rush was fantastic. And Chase Winovich and Shiri Calhoun, I feel like, got held on every. Single play. If you go back and watch, they got held on every single play, and they were exactly zero calls, zero holding calls against the Bills, uh, against against the Chiefs. I'm sorry. And at at a certain point, we just have to look at it and say, like, what what are we doing here? The 15 yard penalty on you know on DJ Wise with Mahomes was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. He grabbed he grabbed him before he did anything. He grabbed him before he did anything. Um. And then Mahomes fell down. Wise never pulled him, never dragged him, never did anything. Mahomes simply fell down and they gave him a call, which is embarrassing. And so you look at that and say, okay, that's that's terrible. But then, you know, and, and it's not just that. There were multiple other calls where you just look around and you're like, are you kidding me with that? Like, it's just, you know, and even the Duggar one, I guess, I guess you can call the Duggar pass interference if you want to call that on, you know, on Kelsey. Kelsey's a great player. Duggar's a rookie. Like, okay, maybe he gets that call. But Kelsey fell down. He fell down, and Duggar was touching him. But Kelsey fell down. Like, it's it's not a penalty, you know. And so there's just there were multiple plays out there, and I thought Tony Roma did a good job of of pointing it out when you know, Patriots got screwed multiple times. And again, you know, you can't blame it all on the refs, and you can never blame it all on the refs. But certainly tonight, you can't believe it on the refs. They had their opportunities. They had their chances. Hoyer, you know, essentially turns it over twice inside the red zone. One of them taking a sack at the end of the half. And the other one, of course, actually turning the ball over. And you just, you know, it was so frustrating to see. And and I thought Hoyer, I thought Hoyer, um, I'm sorry, I thought Stidham played well. Of course, you guys know I've been, I've been you know, I've been driving the Stidham train since the offseason. I loved Stidham. I wanted him to be the quarterback. I thought he could be the quarterback. I thought tonight, coming in completely cold off the bench, I thought he looked pretty good. He threw a really nice touchdown pass on a kill. Harry. He short-armed it to Bird, okay? No doubt. No doubt he short-armed it to Bird. He should have put more on it, okay? And certainly, certainly, that's one he'd like to have back for sure. But at the end of the day, he played pretty well, I thought. You know, he played pretty well for having no prep time, for even – because – Even if he goes into that game as the starter, at least he's getting now, okay, let's mold the game around you. You're going to be the starter. Okay, I'm planning now to be the starter all week. No, no, no. That wasn't even the case. That was, okay, you're still the backup, but now you're finally going to be active for a game, right? So it's his first time actually even putting on a jersey this year. And so I thought overall he played pretty well. You know, was it great? No. But for, you know, him coming in, he had thrown four career passes. So for him coming in now against a team like that in a situation like that, I think was pretty good. I think it was pretty good overall, you know, uh, gave him a chance to win, I thought. I mean, he cut it to 13-10 and then, you know, and then Edelman drops that, drops the pass directly in his hands, you know, after the Chiefs go down and score a touchdown. Chiefs go down and score a touchdown. Then Edelman has a pass directly in his hands, drops it, pick six. And then you're like, well, then that's the end of that, you know, and so it was... He had a chance to fight back. And then all of a sudden that chance is taken away from him. So look, there's a lot of positives to come out of here. Okay. The chiefs played, I thought like crap. I thought the Patriots kept them off balance. I thought the defense played exceptionally well tonight. Um, You know, Kelsey broke that one long pass, but for the most part, Kelsey didn't really hurt them. Kelsey didn't really hurt them. The the combination of Duggar and Jawan Williams kind of took them out. Uh, As I said, the D line, I thought was a huge plus. I'll tell you what, the offensive line tonight, and I know Chris Jones wasn't there. I get that. But when David Andrews is out and Shaq Mason is out and you're starting James Ferentz at center, right? And 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 then um, what's his name goes out? Illuminor goes out at right tackle. And so your right-hand side is James Ferentz at center, Onwino at right guard, and Justin Heron at right tackle. And I thought for the most part, they played pretty well. Now, they weren't great, of course. But they played pretty well for the most part. Okay, so there's a lot of positives that come out of that. And even though, so the sack, the, the, the strip sack was Heron's guy. But Heron did exactly what you're supposed to do. He got beat to the outside. He p- pushed him past the quarterback. Hoyer's got to know there's a guy there. He feels him. I mean, he touches his arm, for God's sakes. When you feel that, you've got to get rid of the ball. You know the ball. You know the guy's there. Get rid of it right away. He does not he held on to it. So that guy continued to work his way back and got the, and got the strip sack. And so of course, you know, but th- but there's nothing you can do about that. As a right tackle or a left tackle, depending on who you're blocking, that's all you can do. You have to give your quarterback a chance. He gave his quarterback a chance and he didn't take it. And so that's on Hoyer and not on and not on Heron. I thought Heron played pretty well, showed some, um, showed some physicality, showed some movement skills I thought uh, on a few of those Harris runs, especially the, the long Harris run they kind of, uh, he sprung them on. You know, overall they looked okay. They looked okay. They didn't have Cam Newton, okay? The Patriots found that they weren't getting Cam Newton on Friday, right, Saturday. Fine, okay, Friday or Saturday, all right? So you, you have Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They, they woke up this morning at 6.30 in the morning and then flew to Kansas City today to play the Chiefs tonight. I thought overall, based on all that information, I was shocked they played as well as they did. They ended up losing by 16. But realistically, that game was a lot closer than a 16-point margin. It really was. It was. And the thing – and here's the thing for me. The way Hoyer played tonight, the way he played tonight, I looked at the offense and I said, there's no chance. There's no chance we can score any points. We can't score with Hoyer at quarterback. So to me, moving forward, you have to put Stidham in at quarterback. At least with him at quarterback, they were at least – they could move the ball at least. right? They were at least competent. Whereas without, you know, with Hoyer back there, it was like, there was no chance. There was no chance they were ever going to score with Hoyer back there. And so that to me, if Cam is back this week, it's Cam's job. It's Cam's job still. Okay. Everyone knows that. Everyone agrees on that at this point. Okay. But if Cam isn't able to come back this week, or even if he comes back on Friday, I still don't think if he comes back on Friday, I still think Hoyer gets to, I'm sorry, Stidham gets to start on Sunday. That's my opinion. You're playing against the Broncos who stink, I think you play I think you play sit him again. That's what I think. Now, who knows what's going to happen, of course, but, you know, my goodness, it uh it is what it is. And and um, you know, the few Bills fans up my mentions uh, you know, laughing at me for, for complaining about the refs. But tonight it was it was bad. It was just bad. They got screwed a few times and that really hurt them. Uh, but again, as bad as they got screwed by the refs, they had a chance to win and they blew it. They did. They blew it. And so whether it's a combination of the dropped interceptions by McCourty and Jackson, whether it's the combination of Hoyer taking two horrendous sacks that you can never take as a quarterback, you know, whether it's Edelman dropping the pass that leads to a pick six, you know, whether it's a, a bunch of different things, they had a chance and they still couldn't pull it out, unfortunately. And so, you know, that that one that's one that's going to stick with them for a while. They're going to really... um That's going to really piss them off for a long time. If I'm a Patriots player, that one's going to stick in my craw for quite a while. Uh, And so to me, I just – I look at it and say, you know, at least you were able to keep it close. Um, At least you played pretty well, I thought. But, you know, uh, man, it's just – and look, I went into this game saying they have no chance. So, like, listen, whatever. Like, just take it with a grain of salt. And then the way they played throughout the whole – through through the whole way, then I'm like, all right, now they got a chance. They're playing well enough. They should win this game. They can win this game. And that's what frustrates you. If you get your doors blown off and you just say, hey, look, man, Chiefs are just better than anything we could do, right? And then you just shake your head and say, yep, that's the way it goes. But When you have an opportunity like they had tonight to take a win, if they had won there tonight, are you kidding me? It would have been unbelievable. It would have changed the whole season if they had won here tonight. And so that's where it gets frustrating when you look at it and say, I really thought they had a chance to win, Um, you know, and and unfortunately they didn't. So, you know, it is what it is. We're on to Denver. Um, We'll see what Denver has with their third string quarterback. Who the hell knows who's starting for them? Looks like Brett Rippon again, probably. Um, And so hopefully, hopefully the defense continues to play as well as they played tonight. And if that's the case, you would think. Uh, the Patriots should roll pretty easily next weekend, but, but who knows? But at this point now, two and two, the bills are four and oh, you know, at this point you're going to have to look around and say, we're going to start winning some games pretty soon because uh, we could be on the outside of this division looking in really quick. And I know the bills have, have some tough teams to play. They haven't played yet. Right. Patriots played the Seahawks and the chiefs already and the bills have not. And so, yes, maybe, you know, maybe they lose those two games too. And then you're, and then you're right back in it with the bills, but You know, of course, we don't know that. So you got to start winning some games if you're the Patriots. um, And we'll see what happens. Ethan, you want to add anything before uh, before I get off or. No, Okay. Seems. Oh. Nope. Seems like not. Okay, that's fine. Uh, So as always, guys, I am on. um... I am on. Oh, there he is. Ethan, what's up, man?
1: What's up? I was trying to accept, and I think I accidentally left the room. <laughs> oh no, worries. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, that was such a weird game, kind of like a disjointed, uh, disjointed game. That I'm I'm torn between thinking that the final score was like exactly correct, and that it w- it somehow overstated the how close the game actually was.
0: Yeah. Well, per- I, I tell under- you. No, I got you. And, you know, with with Hoyer in there, I thought they never had a chance, right? I, I It was 6-3, and I'm like, okay, they have a chance maybe if you can hold them off. But, you know, Ken, Kansas City scores to go up, you know, what, 13-3. And I'm like, oh, that's it. Like, you, there's no way you can come back, you know? And then they put in Stidham, and Stidham started moving the ball. And I know that a lot of that was Harris had a long run and everything else, but he got him down there, threw a nice pass and the keel for a touchdown, um, you know? And so – those are things yeah, you like to fans. see, yeah. And, and those are things you like to see. But it's just one of those things where it was like, you never felt like they were really in the game. You know, the defense played well and held off the Chiefs as long as they could. But at a certain point, the Chiefs are going to get there. You know, the Chiefs are going to score, and so you just have to try to try to score. And that's Bel- Belichick said it this week: if you don't score against Chiefs, you lose. You know, you can't yeah. just, you know, you can't just. Defend, because you're gonna have to score. And they didn't do it.
1: Yeah, I mean they held the Chiefs offense to what uh nineteen points, eighteen points.
0: Yeah, uh yeah. I guess technically twenty points, right? Because uh the pick six. And then I mean, yeah, they, they missed yeah, the extra sort of, point.
1: Right. So the you know, that that's about that's about as close as you can come to actually shutting down the Chiefs offense. Right. So kudos to the Patriots defense. I thought Andy Reid was like weirdly insistent on running the ball on early downs. I didn't really get it.
0: Um, well, so this is what they did. They did this to Manning in 2016, I want to say. Manning, ha- Manning and, the, and the Broncos came into New England, and they ran the ball for like 280 yards. And it was because the Patriots were just sitting there saying, go ahead, you want to run the ball? Go ahead and run the ball, but you're not going to throw it. And so Manning would just check into runs and run the ball, And the Patriots are like, yeah, fine, great, run the ball, but you're not going to score enough. And we're going to put up points and win. And that plan worked perfectly tonight. It was, hey, you want to run? Go ahead and run. Totally fine. You can run it as much as you want because you're not going to, you're the Chiefs. You're not going to beat us running the ball. You know, and so if you can, if you can bait them into running and they do it, that's how you can beat them. And I mean, you saw it, like you said, you allowed they allowed 19 points to their offense. Under, to hold the Chiefs offense under 20 points is unbelievable. And, you know, if they had any semblance of an offense, then, I mean, the Patriots win that game. And unfortunately, they didn't. And so that's, you know, that's that's kind of where we're at. It's
1: It really is. And, you know, I thought that the fascinating thing was that uh, the run defense was actually able to hold up. Like, they're giving them these light boxes, mm-hmm. and they're begging him to run on first and second down. And they were still – I mean, I think Edward Zolaire ended up with something around four yards a carry. But it was – I mean, that's still a win every time you can do it. But, I mean, yeah, we saw it. Like you said, you got to score, and you can't make mistakes because it's just a matter of time. You can can pitch a borderline no-hitter, you know, on on defense. You can do your job as well as you can. But, you know, at some point, Travis Kelsey gets a step on the right sideline. Pat Mahomes throws a perfect pass, and it's a 40-yard game. You know, and that's like that. You can only hold him down for so long and and there's there's no shame in it you know as the as the Patriots defense there's no shame in the fact that that Tyree Hill is gonna get loose for a couple of plays that that Travis Kelsey is gonna get one on you at some point because that's just yeah. that's just the way that the way that it goes. Um, you know you wonder maybe uh, obviously what happens if, if cam is in there and and you know you you kind of wonder, I, I'm, I don't think that the that the chiefs lose this game, but you wonder what happens if Edelman doesn't inexplicably drop that pass right. flat yeah um, but you know I'm I, I should not be surprised by Belichick anymore, but I uh, frankly I, I didn't I didn't think that the defense would be able to do this well um, against the chiefs and it's yet another it's yet another testament to Bill Belichick who seems to just like weirdly, have it against against Mahomes this is now what the fourth meeting and and outside of the second half of that AFC championship game in 2019 Mahomes has never really gotten truly loose against them
0: yeah no it's true I mean listen he's averaged 31 and a half points against them but he Belichick has done a great job at shutting him down for good chunks of those games And yes, he ends up putting up points, but he's not as dominant as he is against other teams. And that's, and that's, and look, I wonder, I wonder if part of the Chiefs game plan tonight was the only way we can possibly lose is if we blow it. So like maybe play more conservative. I don't know. I I have no other explanation for running the ball that much. It just doesn't make any sense. And Mahomes throwing the ball down the field was wildly inaccurate tonight for him. I mean, the, the, the two interceptions the Patriots dropped were pulled really bad throws. And one of them was right to McCourty. He just dropped it. The other one was in a yeah. triple coverage. I mean, there was no yeah, reason to one throw either of Yeah. Jackson yeah, looked, like looked like he looked almost, like, 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 pulled his hands away. It was bizarre. Yeah, it was
1: weird. That's what I was going to say. It was almost like nobody – it was just floated up there and thrown, like, five, ten yards short. And – it looked like at the end of it, like did it? Did any Patriots even get their hands on it?
0: I think Jackson like tipped it because otherwise Hill would have caught it. I think Jackson tipped it and Hill didn't catch it, but Hill Hill had the best chance of making the catch. Right. And it it should have never happened that way. So, you know, it's just it, it's it's frustrating. But like I said, I mean, you, you there's a lot of positives that came out of it. There's really a lot of positives came out of it. You see, you know, the way the defense played. And the way the offensive line, I thought, played really well. Um, you know, you're getting, you're getting some feedback there, Ethan. I'm hearing a ton of feedback from me. That's okay. Um, and then, so like, but the way the the way the way defense played and the way the D-line especially played and the way that the young kids played on offense. I mean, I thought really Harris ran the ball extremely well, I thought. Um, and the, the O-line was a pleasant surprise for me. You know, I was high on these two kids. I was high on Aminu, and I was high on Justin Heron. I liked them both. I thought they were good players. I did not expect to see them both playing at the same time, week four of their rookie season. But I think overall they held up pretty well. And, again, no Chris Jones, but even still, Frank Clark's a pretty damn good player. And, you know, they they held their own for the most part against Frank Clark, I thought. And so, you know, a lot of positives to come out of here, just kind of obviously not the same way as as the Seattle game. But similar to the Seattle game where you lose – But it's like, hey, you know, we played pretty well against one of the best teams in the NFL. And at the end of the day, you come out of it saying, hey, it could have been worse. Obviously, that's not that. You know, there's only so many times you can say that. Right. But like, you know, as far as a moral victory goes, this one's kind of like a moral victory.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they go to to two and two. But it's going to be a really interesting couple of weeks because – I'm just looking at the next couple of weeks of the schedule here. Pats have Broncos next week, and then a bye, um, and then a bye in week six. Yep. And the Bills are going. The Bills are playing. Um, are playing Tennessee in Tennessee next week. Um, yep. Tennessee might be a pretty soft three and O, but you know they're they're still a, a, a solid team. And then they have the, then they have the Chiefs, um, on on Thursday night in week six. So they get the chiefs on, on a weird short week in Buffalo, but um, you know, I mean, I think the bills are legit and I think that they're, they're damn good, but, but you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting. The Broncos, you know, they're dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, the bills are going to get a couple, a couple real tests over the next, the next two weeks or so. And we could, we could have a clear picture of where things stand in the AFC East. I mean, I think the Bills still have to be favorites having already opened up with the with the wins that they have, but you know, Patriots get a win to go to 3 and 2 and the Bills drop a game uh, a game or two over the next few weeks and things things could get interesting down the stretch depending on how how quick Cam can come back. I mean, I think that's the key though cuz you know, I I definitely it wasn't inspired by Hoyer's play, and I think the sample size was a little too small uh, to really take anything away from Stidham. But um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that that either of them are probably going to light the world on fire. So,
0: well, and that's and that's really the situation. I mean, if you're if you're the Patriots at this point, you don't have a choice. You have to start Stidham on Sunday if Cam isn't back now. There's word that if Cam tests, you know, because he's asymptomatic, supposedly, um, you know, because he's asymptomatic, if the, if he tests positive two days in a row, then he, um, you know, then he could come back and that would be as early as Thursday. But if Cam comes back on Thursday, is he going to be ready for Sunday? I don't know. So that that's, you know, there's a ton of things up in the air about that. I would assume starting on, I guess, tomorrow, right? Stidham is the starter and you move forward with Stidham as the starter. And if Cam come back, great. And if he can't, then you start Stidham on Sunday. And, but, you know, having the buy there is advantageous because if Cam has the buy, if if Cam does come back, you assume he'll be ready for week, for week seven. The other problem, the other, the elephant in the room is that everyone has to continue to test negative for the Patriots. If other people start testing positive like they did in Tennessee, now we're going to have an issue. And so we'll see what happens. But fingers crossed, hopefully everyone continues to test negative, And then we'll be able to play on to Sunday. But anyways, I got I to gotta run. I got to run because I got to put the kids to bed. But um, thanks for listening. Again, it's the Locker Room app. If you download it for all the post-game shows. And uh, we'll be talking to you then. Ethan, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And I'll uh, talk to you soon.